Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to yet another episode of Beautiful Collections of My Life. I am Tarina Beautiful. I am hopefully and intentionally your inspiration, your navigator, your muse, your um, expanded perspective, um, your friend. I am a messenger. Um, above all things. I am the light and I am here to bring you yet another version or download or a piece of inspiration based upon um, events and circumstances that are happening in my life. So without further ado, today's episode, I'm really excited about today's episode because it's a little whimsical, um, but the message is so strong and the message was so um, just uh, apparent to me. And at, at when I was pondering um, the, the entire idea of it, it was like, just um, like I knew, I knew I was going to bring it to this platform to share it with you guys. The name of today's collection is Compression Garments. Yeah, compression garments. Now, um, I'm going to assume that maybe, you know, some of the people listening to this particular episode may not know what a compression garment is. And I'm just going to give a brief description of that because that's going to allow me to expand upon why am I talking about a compression garment. So a compression garment is a typically a garment that females wear that allows their midsection abdomen is where it's pretty much targeted um, these days to singe the waist. It it brings it in in order to uh, attain an hourglass figure. I'm not going to go over the history of these garments because I really don't know. I have a general idea of the history of these garments, but I'm going to say um, it's vanity. <laughs> um, let's be real. Um, it is to get a certain look. So that garment is typically worn underneath your clothing um, in efforts to give the appearance of an hourglass figure. Now, To date, these particular garments have become extremely popular. Um, They they have them in in workout form. They have them where they're so um, chic and sleek that you can wear them underneath your clothing and one wouldn't be able to tell that you have it on. Um, Objective still the same, to give the impression of an hourglass figure. So here it is. So, and that's so, I I needed to explain that just a little for those who may be wondering what a compression garment is. It compresses, it holds in, it tightens um, in in efforts to create a look. Um, To my knowledge, there is absolutely nothing healthy about them whatsoever, but I'm not this podcast, this episode is not about the medical side of a compression garments. It's about the mental, emotional, psychological, 
effect. And the compression garment is merely a metaphor for the bigger message. So I'm going to give you this little spec story and we're going to lead it up into today. Some years ago, I know it's been over 10 years ago, um, I, I've always worked out. I've always been active. I've always um, just been in, in a gym on some capacity. And so about 10 years ago, maybe even 11 or 12, um, I bought into that piece of vanity and wanting to see myself with a smaller waistline. I wanted to slim it down. And so um, at this time, they were not nearly as popular. As a matter of fact, they were not talked about. They were not, you know, even, you know, on the market. And then social media wasn't what it is today at all. So it wasn't as if you were seeing these things posted everywhere and people wearing them. And, and, and really, if you did wear it at that time, you didn't want people to know you were wearing it. So it was really pretty hush-hush, or at least it was for me. So about 10, 11 years ago, I wore the, um, you know, compression garment and um, I wore it underneath my clothing. I never wore it when I worked out, I don't think, but I wore it all the time. I wore it to bed, I wore it to work. When I probably got home, if I can remember, I would take it off for a little bit, get a breather, and then put it back on again until I got ready to, you know, to do it all over again the next day. And I wore it consistently every single day literally every single day. And while I was wearing this garment, what I can recollect is it was always uncomfortable. It was always uncomfortable. It restricted restricted my breathing, and I'm going to just hone in on my experience of it so that I don't offend anyone who actually doesn't did not get this same effect. Um I, it impaired my breathing. I was always uncomfortable. It would sometimes itch. It would make my clothes look like kind of bulky in the front where the actual um, snaps were that you pull it together to send your waist in. It made my, um, my, my butt protrude out a bit. Now, I didn't really have any complaints about that, but to me, it just really looked kind of funny and it boosted boosted up my chest because where it cuts off on right underneath my my breast it would boost your chest up to give the appearance of you know your cleavage um, looking a, a little bit bigger but most of all it was just uncomfortable it was literally uncomfortable there was nothing actually comfortable about it but I was so dedicated to wear that garment that I was going to put myself voluntarily through the pain or agony or stress or uncomfortableness in order to attain that hourglass figure. And I know I probably wore that thing or those things because I, I had many different kinds. I was always looking for a better one, one that was more sleek, not as apparent, one that made my clo- didn't make my clothing look like I had it on underneath, but I was dedicated to it. And I know I was probably dedicated to it for a couple of years because the idea of having that hourglass figure for me was this plus wearing this garment plus doing what I'm already doing, you know, in terms of exercising, and I was going to attain that goal. So the mindset is no pain, no gain, right? So I just, I committed to going to the pain, and I did for two and a half years. Now, did I ever have the hourglass figure that I thought I was looking for? I don't think so. 
I don't remember one day taking that garment off and saying, oh my God, it's here. It happened. I accomplished it. So there's that, right? So now we're going to fast forward to to date. Compression garments are very, very popular. Extremely popular. Women are wearing them on the outside of their clothes. They're wearing them underneath their clothes. Um, I mean, social media, If at any given time, you can get on social media on any different platform, and they are being broadcasted as these miracle workers or, you know, miracle garments that do miracle things to give you the hourglass. And right now, unfortunately, vanity is taking just an all-time high in terms of what we deem as important. So these particular garments are out there like, you know, a dime a dozen. Um, I um, see people with them on all the time here in the gym um, and, you know, even on the streets. They're just, it, they're, there's, it's like a, a, a part of um, your attire now that people have become accustomed to seeing and, and there's nothing discreet about it anymore. So um, with that being said, there was um, a person within the gym that was that I recently met that was wearing a garment. And um, there's nothing, you know, spectacular about it. It was just a garment. No, no big deal. Um, we were in a class and we were in a um, one of our yoga classes and there became um, questions other ladies in this class was ac- actually asking about the garment and what it does. And so I was kind of surprised because I'm thinking, huh, I, w- I would think every lady by this point would know what they do, how they, how they operate, you know, what the objective is with them. But you know, I, I, there wasn't because these ladies were very curious about the effects of wearing it. And I just stood on the sidelines and kind of listened. I didn't have any value to add into the conversation. Um, So that conversation went on and then, you know, moved away from it. And then later on, a couple of days later, um, I found myself in a conversation um, with this person who was talking about the garment to these ladies and um, was asked if I, you know, wanted one. And I, I don't really know why. I said yes. I really don't because I never desired to have one, to wear one ever again. Um, but I did. If, you know, I'm just going to carry on so that for the sake of time. I said yes. Um, so she brought me my garment and I wore it the very next day. All right. Matter of fact, I put it on the same day that she brought it to me. And, you know, it was all cute and it's purple leopard skin and it looks all, you know, like a compression garment, actually. Um, but um, I wore it and, and I put on this air of being excited about it. <laughs> you know, and, and while I'm doing it, I was assessing myself. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I mean, literally, this is what I was telling myself in my head. Why are you acting as if you're excited about this thing? You've been there, done that a long time ago. You know about what these things do, and you know that you're not willing to go through being uncomfortable again just to get an hourglass figure. And But by no means am I speaking against anyone who is. I'm just speaking about myself. Nevertheless, I put it on, I paraded around in it, you know. I was done with my workout for the day, so... I uh, I just put it on and went home with it. And then I put it on the next day. Now, 
when I put the, the garment on the next day and I asked myself, I said, so you gonna work out with this thing on? It's gonna restrict your breathing and you're doing a yoga class. And I said, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead because I already, you know, kind of, I did tell her I was gonna wear it. And you know, if, if people asked me about it, I was gonna, you know, send them her way so that she can make that money. And um, so I decided, you know, okay, I'll go ahead and wear it. You know, just, you know, wear it one day. So I wore the garment and I came to my yoga class. And just as I expected, my range of motion was impaired. My breathing was impaired. Um, I just did not feel comfortable. And I didn't feel like I was going to get the best out of my yoga class, nor was I going to get the best out of working out on the floor. But you know what? I toughed it out. I did. I toughed it out. It was uncomfortable the entire time. So when I got home, that when actually, yeah, when I got home that particular day after working out, I took it off, wiped it down, rolled it up, and put it away. <laughs> I said, and I had a talk with myself, and I do that often, or it was a moment of reflection, when I said to myself, what the hell were you thinking in the first place? What, why did you reach back into your past and think that there was going to be a different result. And so my message in the download for us or for you, you know, is we do that more than we think we do. We reach back into our past and bring it into our now and expect that the feelings or effect are going to be any different. Now, I'm using a compression garment for the example of how this made me reflect. But you can fill that in with relationships, with people, jobs, circumstances that you've been delivered from, per se, and then you find yourself back in again, and you pray in that same prayer to get you out of again. And when I say relationships, I mean male-female relationships, females with, I mean, relationships with your, your girlfriends or people that you've associated yourself with and they showed you who they were and you guys did not function on the same frequency and so you backed away because it was healthier for you to back away. But because they tag you on Facebook or any other social media platform, or they tag you however they do that, and you then just, you know, find yourself back in the relationship with this person, but you're tiptoeing this time because you think it's going, you know, you're trying to move with caution because you know how the relationship left off. See, for me, that compression garment reminded me of how uncomfortable I was willing to be to get a result. And then, it bled into how I've experienced life in general. Literally feeling like if I don't go through some kind of pain, then I'm not going to feel this sense of accomplishment. Because that is how we live for most of us, that we've been fed in our society and in our upbringing and how we do things, that if you ain't in some kind of stress or anguish and pushing through or kicking doors down that you ain't really accomplishing anything. 
And this particular compression garment was saying that if you're not willing to go through the pain, Tarina, you're not willing to have that hourglass figure, which is really contradictive of how I even live my life right now. And that's one of the reasons why I immediately, when I took it off, and I was like, and I paid for this. I paid to put myself through this pain. And, and then I said, and you're doing that as if you're not already physically healthy. You, you're, and it's not about the, the part about seeing a six-pack. But it, and then I had to question myself, wow, how quickly do you get back into that little mindset that you have to go through all these this 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 um, discomfort, just to experience yourself better. And again, I have to continue to put this disclaimer out there that I am not speaking against these garments and what you feel like you have to do for yourself in order to look a certain way or feel a certain way. I'm only speaking about Tarina. I'm only speaking about me. I prayed for a life that was easier, more peaceful, more graceful, more effortless, because I've experienced the contrast of that for most of my life. And when I put that compression garment on, it reminded me of the life that I had before that I felt like I had to live in order to get a certain result. And it reminded me immediately of how I did and lived with everything, marriages, raising my kids, my career. Everything had a, an extreme amount of struggle and discomfort in it. And so because that was my programming, I felt like that was the only way that I could truly accomplish anything worth having, doing, or being is, be, is through that pain. My emotional response was looking to be fed. You see what I'm saying? If, if it ain't had no pain in it, then it really ain't worth it. That's, that's the flip side of that statement. If you ain't going through any anguish about it, then what are you really doing? You just, you know, going through the motions. Ain't nothing happening. When I am inclined to believe <laughs> that the work that I'm doing willingly, voluntarily, gracefully, effortlessly, in a healthy way for my mind, body, and soul is going to, has to bear me the results that I'm looking for. And that does not have to be inclusive of pain and discomfort and anguish. It doesn't mean I'm not growing. It doesn't mean I'm not expanding because I'm not in pain while the expansion is happening. It doesn't mean that I'm not moving forward and onward and upward because there's not pain associated and discomfort associated and lack of being able to breathe. That's another thing. The damn thing impairs your breathing. And we all know that if your breathing is impaired, your life is impaired. If your breathing is impaired, your life is impaired. And then at some point, the look don't matter <laughs> because the look ain't what you're going for anymore. Your health is impaired. And when your health is impaired, your life is impaired. So I immediately put that thing back in the wrap, put it in, you know, I put fold it up, put it back in the plastic and said, uh-uh, been there, done that, ain't going back. 
I'm applying that. And, and what that did is just reminded me how easy you can slip back into something that you did before or someone you did before or something you did before. And you never had any intention on it. Never had any intention on doing that again. Because you learned your lesson, so you thought. But it just goes to show again how easy things can happen where you find yourself slipping back into old habits that no longer serve you because you've been delivered from that. And and then, you you know, something happens where you find yourself slipping back into it and you need to reevaluate, you know. And, and for me, I'm so glad it happened so quickly that my mind, body, and soul are in harmony with one another and that I hear the downloads from the Spirit. I hear the downloads from God talking to me like, what are you doing? This is not what you signed up for this time around. You didn't sign up for anguish, resistance, discomfort, pain, stress. You didn't sign up for none of that. That's not what you told me you wanted. So let's get you back on track to what you want. You need to put that aside. So my, my message and my, my, my encouragement to anyone who may be listening to this right now is... It's a couple of things. Evaluate what you're doing. And if it's something that you've done before and you know it's not going to work, devise a, a, a plan that will get you up out of that thing. Get you up out of that. And, then if, and if it's an hourglass figure, you know, I encourage you, for those of you who want the assist, just go a little harder or go a little deeper or get a little bit more serious with what you may be putting in your mouth and what that inner voice is because that's more powerful than the food. That's more powerful than you getting on a treadmill, that inner voice. How you feeding yourself mentally? How you feeding yourself verbally? See, nobody can hear that voice. And that right there is louder than any, any voice on the outside of you. The other thing is recognize when you've received what you've asked for. When you, when you wanted deliverance from something that you knew was not healthy or indicative of a healthy lifestyle, and you got delivered from that, recognize that. So when those little things creep back around, because they always will. I don't believe for me that God tests me. I believe, and furthermore know, that the same things continue to happen over and over and over and over again. But when you are wiser and then you are exercising that wisdom, the difference there is, is you are not interested anymore in that. So you say no, or no thank you, or you, you just move around, you know what I mean? It's not about a test. I don't foresee God testing me. I just see that opportunities will continue to come. And it's within your evolved self from the person you once were that you then make a different decision. You make a different choice. That's you exercising your wisdom. You just make a different decision. So be mindful of your decisions. And if you're going back into places that no longer serve you. Only you can make the decision. Only you can be aware of it. Only you can be mindful of it. And last but not least, 
Your breath is life. It's how God feeds you. It's how God nourishes you. It is your lifeline. It is your, the essence of God um, circumventing through you. Why would you impair that? Why would you impair that on any level whatsoever? Why would you risk that? Because that, once you put that in jeopardy, that shuts down everything. A look doesn't matter anymore. I mean, it, it, it shuts down everything. So I say that to say when you really think about your breath, when you really think about how you're here and what you have to have in order to exist here, you will then value that amongst all things. And that is your breath of life. That is your breath of life. Without it, you don't have a life. So I want to drop those three little things on you. And hopefully, as I always say, I hope that this message was influential. It made you open your mind to think about things that maybe you've fallen back into that no longer serve you, that are somewhat suffocating you. (laughs) And it makes you think about the things that you're actually doing that, you know, nobody else can see, but you know. You know, that's not moving you onward and forward. And I I must say, when you decide that you want life to be different, different for me was more peaceful, more easy, more effortless, things that are more designed for me that I'm not feeling like I'm having to kick down doors to get through it, but the doors are already open. And, 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 And I'm supposed to be going through them because they're mine. Because I'm in line, I'm in, I'm in harmony with the one that I am. I am in harmony with God. I am intimate in that relationship. So I'm, where I'm going is where I want to go. So it ain't no struggle. When you let go of the struggle, when you finally decide that you don't want to struggle anymore and you're allowing God to do what he does, hold strong to that. It is not an easy journey because we don't live in a world and a society that supports that mindset per se. But if you've accepted it, that is your reality. Hold on to that. I'm here to say I support you in that. That's where I'm at. That's where my life is. And easy does not mean without challenge. Easy just means that I'm tired of fighting. I'm no longer fighting. I'm no longer forcing. I'm no longer kicking down doors in order to be heard, seen, acknowledged, or recognized. (laughs) I'm no longer kicking down doors in order to accomplish who I am or be who I am. (laughs) I've removed myself from these challenges of what that does to make me feel accomplished. Because at the end of the day, that struggle, that struggle takes a toll. And we all know it does. It takes a toll on body, mind, and soul. So 
With that being said, guys, I really hope that this message has done what it was supposed to do. I am very honored to have delivered it. I am very honored for whomever ears it has fallen upon today. I'm very grateful for you. I am thankful for you. And with that, I say namaste.